Mobile Rolling, presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound, making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices, online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Back in the field, Lock and Var Jag is 20 off the front, tracked up in turn by District Attorney, then racing time, and back at the tail end, another big man. Catch a wave has gone up a gear past the 400, and he put 10 metres on Cafe who's now trying to fight on into second, sustaining a run. Lockenvar Jag up to third and very wide out district attorney. 2780 charge down the back. Catch a wave again has left them standing in the lane. In the group one, three-year-old Colts and Geldings. Vic Gold Bullion for APG. He's 10 in front. Coming out of the pack with a big late surge, district attorney. He's all out, catch a wave, but he's got them covered and catch a wave goes all the way. Brave run second, district attorney. Major, major yeah, that many are talking about in harness racing this boom three-year-old catch a wave and Darren he knew he was on the fastest horse and that's how he drove him the other night in the group one good morning yeah morning Steve he, he certainly did and uh he's a he's a real excitement machine that's for sure and uh again he was getting a little bit tired on the line but you know, that's to be that's to be expected I guess with how hard he's running those races but uh he goes for a little freshen up now. They're really looking long term with this horse. They're they're um, really doing everything they can to to look after him, and they've they've dodged a few races along the way, and um, it's it's really paying dividends with his record. And and where we see him next, not really too sure with with the little let up he has and and where he goes from there. Mm, of course, his mile rate was one fifty three four, and that was about a second quicker than the Phillies, wasn't it? Just Hope, who's very promising in its own right there in the, the gold bullion for the Phillies. We've got Jared, uh, Ricky Elshin, I should say, joining us first up. Yeah, and just got Ricky on this morning, Steve, to have a little bit of a chat. He's uh, had some good success up here in Queensland in recent times. He's had a, got a winner on Saturday night with crunch time. And uh, good morning, Ricky. It's, uh, I guess, first and foremost, where exactly are you at the moment? Uh, good morning, Darren. Um, I'm still in Sydney at the moment. Um, yeah, still down here. Uh, you had a, a second in the New South Wales Trotters Derby there on Saturday night with Tough Love. Um, just, just got beat. Yeah, she's um, oh, she's a beautiful trotting filly. She um, won the Oaks the week before, and I think only four trotting fillies have ever beat the boys um, in the Derby. And you know, she gave a really good sight for a long time, but just got pipped on the post. So, but I was really proud of her. Yeah, super effort. And while that was on down at an angle up here, you had crunch time when the uh, the free-for-all there in good time, fired out from gate seven, led throughout. Pretty impressive win. Um, was he nominated this Saturday and the race didn't hold up or, or what was the story there? Yeah, look, he's had two miles in the last two weeks, um, pretty solid. But I just thought, um, you know, I'd enter him again this week because the free-for-alls, I feel, will get pretty strong up there soon with a lot of interstate people coming. So... Uh, yeah, I had him nommed, and uh, I think with the uh, um, Breeders' Classic races and that, they probably didn't need the free throw. There was only about eight noms, so yeah, it, it got deleted. Uh, with two hard runs, I guess probably not not too big a concern him missing a run. Yeah, I wasn't really concerned at all, actually. Um, I just sort of threw a nom in just because I've seen there today a lot of the free throw rate uh, horses are in that standing start there today, and I was like, oh. Might just enter him, and you know they they potentially won't back up. And if he draws bad, we probably won't go around anyway. But as it turned out, it, it was um, the, the race never went ahead. Yeah, 
That worked out well. Then um, some of the other horses you've got up here, you had What's Up Majestic. He was a scratching on Saturday night. Nothing too major. I see he's in again no. Saturday. Yeah, just with the wet weather last week and um, the Redcliffe track sort of, they, they raced there Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, so it wasn't open for fast work. And um, yeah, he, he missed a little bit of work last week, but I'm um, really happy with him. He'll have a nice little May. And yeah, I've always thought that horse will have, have quite a bright future. So he's sort of up there to season him, you know, for, for later next year or early next year when he has to go to Melbourne for sort of the bigger races. And I'm hoping he can take that next step. Yeah, definitely. And what's up, Sunshine, the other one? He he had a really tough run a couple of weeks ago where he had to sit outside Adam Crocker in a in a really quick mile rate. And then there on Saturday night, it was a good effort, uh, but just went under. What? Where does he sort of head now? Has he pulled up okay? Yeah, look, he seems fine. Um, you know, he's quite a talented horse. He's got a really good record, but he's never blessed... Um, with a good barrier, but that's just racing. And, um, yeah, that, that night he had to sit outside Adam Crocker. Um, we're in two minds whether to go backwards or forwards. Um, you know, Adam Crocker's obviously a very fast horse, and he probably pulled the wrong rein that night. We probably could have just went back on him and, you know, probably just drove for second um, prize running. But, yeah, it's, um, no, I was really happy with his run there Sunday night. Once again, he had to really work in his park. And, um, I think he, he's doing five this week. And, you know, be a similar scenario to head forward and run a good race. And then we might look at just giving him a couple of runs in the stands. He, he's a really good leader. And, um, yeah, we'll just sort of, we don't really have a plan with that horse, just take him through his grades and he's a good job, you know, whatever he's in during the winter up there. Well, you, you mentioned Saturday night. He's drawn gate five on Saturday night. He's got uh, Juddy Douglas, a go forward horse inside him, Manila Playboy drawn in three. Probably not a real go-forward horseman in the Playboy, but, geez, he was mighty impressive on Saturday night first up. So um, you're certainly there. And one of your other really good horses, um, last start winner, Captain Crusader. We saw him up here last year. He has his first start for your stable this Saturday night up in Queensland this campaign. Yeah, um, so he's still here in Sydney. He up in the morning. Um, he worked terrific here at Menangle this morning. And he's... Um, you know, he was back to his best at Menangle two weeks ago. And even prior to that, his runs weren't bad um, in good company. Um, so, yeah, I expect him to run a really, really good race on Saturday night up there from the barrier two. Yeah, drawing gate two. And, and like you said, his form prior, you know, they were in chariot to fire qualifiers and those type of races. So he's... Um, and just like his efforts up here last year, you know, he's second in the, in the Queensland Derby and second in the... Rising Sun Consolation behind American Dealer, who went on to win that derby. Any thoughts of perhaps aiming him again at the Rising Sun, or you just take it as it comes? Oh, look, we'll take it as it comes. I mean, it would be a nice race to get into. Um, you know, he's raced at the top level his whole career. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's you know, there's a lot of really talented horses aimed at um, that race this year, obviously last year it was sort of the first time it had been run and it was a bit unknown of what was to be expected of that race but I think since then you know, a lot of people are actually targeting it um, which is really good for Queensland Racing but yeah he, if his form's right at the right time and you know, he happens to get in it well, he'll definitely be there but um, you know, he's, he's only a four year old and he's free for all grade now so 
you know, that those horses either have to sink or swim, like um, they have to take that next step. So what, why not aim him at a, a couple of better races? Yeah, well, it, like you say, he's, he's certainly he's raced the top right the way through. That's some of your uh, your bigger ones looking to Saturday. Let's look at the task at hand today. Uh, race two, you've got one big shoes come up a, a short price favourite off the back of two pretty good seconds at his first two runs back. What can we expect there today from, from one big shoe? Um, yeah, you'll probably expect a pretty positive drive from Ash Delosa and um, yeah, we expect him to run a, run a really good race. He's um, now, he's a horse that will go through his grades up there as well. He's, um, you know, I had him early days um, in his career, and then we sent him down to Melbourne to win his bonus and to David Aiken, and he raced in the Vic Bread right through there in a couple of really good races against Act Now and, and those sorts of horses. He wasn't disgraced in those races and had a good spell and has come back up to me to Sydney. And uh, his first three runs up in Angle have been really good, and he should run a good race. He went in. He's been in Queensland about six days, uh, five days actually. So he's had a few days to settle in, and they're really happy with him. So I expect him to go quite good today. Yeah, well, he's a, a gate speed horse and draws the right gate, that's for sure. And your other runner is in race six, and that's horse number nine, Lady Allegra. Uh, just been out of the money in her runs up here since. Probably finds a little bit of an easier race today. Yeah, she's um, been a bit of a disappointing filly all round, that filly. She she has got a bit of ability, um, and she's probably going better than a form read. Uh, you know, we had a pretty unsuccessful stop over at Tamworth on the way to Brisbane, and she, she looked all over a winner and jumped out of a gear there. And then her first run was quite good, tucked away on the fence at Albion. And then last week, I actually thought a run was pretty good. She sat outside um, uh, our friend in the pretty quick first half and she's only beaten about 15 metres and I sort of thought that was as good as she could go. I was happy with the run and you know that race there today is no stronger. Our friend probably looks the leader and she should get a cosy trip and if she earns money it wouldn't surprise me. Well, just the two runners today but certainly all uh, all, go, all steam, well, full steam ahead uh, heading towards the tunnel as more horses arrive and um, will we see you soon? Yeah, I'll be up um, probably late next week. I'll come up with Tardelli. He's ready to go. Um, he's ready to trial. He'll probably trial at Redcliffe on the 2nd um, of next month, heading to the heats of the Redcliffe race on the 16th. So I'll bring him and probably five others up um, next week. And, you know, we, we should have, um, you know, a nice team of horses up there for the winter. Obviously, the racing's going to get harder as, as we get into the carnival, but we'll just sort of rotate them as they go. Uh, certainly got the, the right horses at the right time anyway. Ricky, appreciate your time this morning and good luck going ahead. No worries. Thanks, Darren. That's Ricky Alton, Steve. He's certainly got a good team. And mm. uh, Tardelli, the horse he's talking about there that he brings up, that'll be a, a very, very short price favourite for the Redcliffe yearling sales race. He's a graduate of that sale. He's already a Group 1 winner uh, down in New South Wales. So... Uh, he captured the gold crown at Bathurst, so he'll come up here um, probably a very, very short price favourite to win that race. Mm, I'm still staring at that market for the rising sun, and they've still got Bondi Lockdown favourite at $3. We'll have to sort that out because he's not coming, is he? Um, no, no, he's not. Uh, anyway, uh, Leap to Fame is the second favourite at the moment. Matt Elkins is with us. A couple of things to ask Matt this morning, and uh, first and foremost will be his drives 
this afternoon. So thanks for your time, Matt. You got a couple of drives there tonight. Yeah, no worries. Thanks, Darren. Um, pleasure to be on. Yeah, we've got a night meeting tonight, um, just the two drives. So with, with that being a, a little bit different meeting, in an ideal scenario, you've obviously got your own team, yourself and your partner, Narissa, uh, work your own team. What would be the ideal time to start, like one of these Tuesday meetings, if if you could choose, regardless of anything, when they should start? Um, I probably would rather the day meeting. It just sort of gets a bit tricky being away for the whole afternoon and then the night time. Um, obviously, both being here and both being drivers, it gets hard for us, and we've got to get someone in to feed up and look after them this afternoon. So probably not a fan of the night meeting, to be honest. Yeah. Well, it is... Uh, it is only for, I think, this week and perhaps one other before be back to the day meeting. So just back to your drives. Race five, you drive horse one, four stars, fours. It's a horse you know quite well. Um, probably looks the leader over this trip. And um, can he hang on? Yeah, he should be in front again today. Um, he's never too far away when he draws one and can lead. But he probably sort of has got the better of me lately. We've run a lot of seconds by small margins. So sort of looking to overturn that today and go one better and probably finish ahead closer than usual. Well, he's certainly uh, he's doing well in the barriers, that's for sure, And apart from that last start one. And your only other drive comes up in the very last race of the night, 9.05, so it will be a late home for you and you're driving uh, Narissa's horse, Sabomba. This guy's going really well since he, since he got on the board. He's placed in two runs or three runs since. Comes off the 10 metres today. How do you sort of approach this race today with uh, a bit of speed off those front tapes? Yeah, sort of you can't sort of make too many plans when you're in stand starts. First and foremost, you just want to step and get as forward as you can and then you sort of work out your plan or map the race from then on. But um, he's got good manners early and he's stepping well. So 10 metres doesn't sort of bother him too much. Um, we can sort of step away and get pretty handy and then as the race pans out, then we can work out our best way to get into the race. But he has shown over the last few weeks he is pretty versatile. So he is going well at the moment, and it's probably a race that's no harder again today. With those two horses Nourisha's got, she drives Dewball and, and Sabomba. How did you, did she come about, gave you the drive on that one, or is it sort of a, a mutual consensus of which ones you would each drive because they when they, when they end up in the same races? Like, what, uh, what was the scenario there? Um, I think to start with, the connections kind of wanted Nurse to drive Dewball. Um, but then when they got here, I just started driving so Boomba and truck where I could see drove Dewball. So we've just sort of kept it going that way for now, and now it's going pretty well for so Boomba at the moment. Yeah, certainly working at the moment. So two drives there today. Um, now, I just wanted to touch on Friday night, uh, last week, Thursday night at Redcliffe. You drove at Redcliffe. It was a night meeting there. You would have got home pretty late again. And then Friday, uh, did you drive down to Newcastle or were you lucky enough to fly down because you drove mm -hmm. at Newcastle on Friday night? No, well, actually, I didn't even come home Thursday night because I was a little bit worried I might get flooded in and not make it back to the airport. So I stayed in Redcliffe Thursday night and I was very lucky that Gail and Vic um, paid my flights and flew me down to Newcastle. Well, it certainly paid dividends anyway. So you had two drives for Vic down there, Dr Feelgood and Scotch Nice. They're in uh, the regional championships for the Hunter region. Um, Vic's a long way from the Hunter, but I guess that's how they, they work the system in terms of their regions. 
scotch and ice straight to the front and, and never in danger thereafter. No, you know, he's always had a good opinion of the horse and rating pretty highly and sort of once he found the front there Friday, he was always going to take a lot to get beaten around Newcastle. So the final is this Friday night, is that right? Yeah, that's right. The barrier draws are out for that. Um, yeah, it's this Friday. So going down Thursday again or will we wait for a, a Friday visit? Uh, just fly down Friday morning again and be out of there quickly Saturday morning to get back in the time for Saturday night here. And so it's a Group 1 race. You've never had a Group 1 win. I, I guess any Group 1 win would be a, a good result. But uh, to get a Group 1 win wearing those famous white silks with the black stars, I guess that would be a uh, a pretty nice moment. Yeah, it's um, always the thing you look forward to as a driver to land that first Group 1 and something you thrive to excel at. Um, but yeah, if I was able to do it and Big Cross famous colours would be a great honour and privilege. That it would, and you, you've had a long association with Vic and, and Gail over the over the course of your career and, and drove from them pretty early on in your career. So they've been good supporters to you. It'd be, it'd be nice to repay the faith with that Group 1 win. Yeah, that's for sure. You know, they've been great supporters of me. And I guess the travel and go back to New South Wales where Vic's won a lot of, a lot of good races and plenty of races, it's pretty good feeling and it'd be pretty special to win a race for now Friday night. And I guess on top of that, your second ever win in New South Wales to be a Group 1 would be a pretty nice way to top it off. Yeah, it would be. The barrier draw hasn't made it real easy, but um, I'm sure I've got the horse to do it. It would probably just come down to how well I drive him on Friday, I guess. Well, you drive the horse well, and we wish you all the best of luck there on Friday, Matt, and all the best of luck again today with those two drives at Albion Park. Thanks for your time. Good luck, and... Hopefully, it'll be Group 1 glory for Queensland or quasi-Queensland on Friday night. Thanks very much, Darren. Cheers, Matt. Yeah, it's a, a pretty good effort. Steve, Matt's had a, an association with Dick Frost, a legend of the sport, and, and his wife, Gail Geeson, for some time now. And they've qualified Scotch and Ice for that Group 1 Hunter Region regional final on uh, Friday night at Newcastle. He won his heat. Um, Vic trains out of Sleepy Hollow in the northern part of New South Wales. They're not far from the Queensland border, but under the uh, regional championship um, postcode settings, he has to go to Newcastle to uh, compete, and he compete he does, and they'll race for Group 1 glory on Friday night. Darren, are we in park today? The 10 races, is there a standout there? couple that I did like, uh, Steve, there's obviously a few in, in very short quotes there today. thought Turn It Up looked a really good thing in the standing start race. Um, Colt 31 goes around in that race, but Turn It Up, he's a six-time winner from just seven starts behind the tapes, and he comes up with 10-metre 10 10 handicap. So I thought he was going to be mighty hard to beat. He will be short. Um, there's a two-year-old later in the card. It's in race eight, and it's horse number three, Got to Go Talk. Been really taken with this horse. His trial was really good, and then his first up effort drew gate seven and uh, went back and then really flashed home in the closing stages. A really good effort. So um, I like him, and he's a little bit of a price. He's stable mate drawn to the inside, but uh, I like what Got to Go Talk has done so far in his only start and his trial, race eight, number three. $6 at the moment, yeah. Talk like motion is the favourite, $2.40.
Yeah, and uh, there's another... Um, yeah, turn it up. Another one of those standing start races as these horses look to start qualifying for uh, the, the Redcliffe Cup and the Flashing Red, the two standing start features up here, which they've introduced conditions this year just to, to help with the standing start practice where horses must have competed in a mm. in a standing start race. So yeah, that's good and it just adds a different mm. thing to the program. Yeah, it was interesting. I was looking at the free-for-all the other night and I thought, where are all these free-for-allers? And they're, they're all being say, kept back, a lot of them, to uh, this race today. That makes sense. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, there's three and turn it up, Northview Hustler and Colt 31. They all jump from the 10-metre tape. And ASX, of course, is a $10 chance. Thanks for that, Darren.